Guys, can you believe it? 2020 is a few hours away. I mean, this is crazy. Like when I started this podcast, I believe it was June of this year. Like I didn't think I would even hit 50 listens if I'm being honest with y'all. I didn't. I'm like, who the fuck going to tune in and listen to me talk about current events, talk about relationships, talk about life? Who the fuck going to tune in? So the fact that, you know, people listen, people tune in, the shit feels amazing. Like, I'm always on Instagram, so I see you guys sharing. I see you guys, you know, tagging me. You guys letting your friends know, oh, you know, check out this episode. Like, I see everything. And it means a lot. So, like, I am so appreciative for you guys going in into 2020. And I hope that we can continue to grow. You guys that listen can continue let your friends know, tag your friends, whether it's posted on Instagram. You know, everything is free. So the fact that a lot of you guys go above and beyond to let me know, you know, the fact that you guys listen, you guys, you know, take what I say and sometimes use some of it and incorporate it in your your real life. That means a lot, but this is episode 20. But look, this is episode 20. We are about to enter 2020. So something that I hope goes away in 2020 that I know is probably not going to happen. I am not going to get my wish, but I hope that we can leave all the bullshit on social media in the past. Now, this is something that I probably say every single year and it never happens. In 2020, stop trying to impress people on social media. The people you are trying to impress on social media, their lives are not what you think. It's not what you think. It's not. Like if you go to everybody's page, everybody is happy, everybody is perfect, everybody has the perfect the perfect relationship, the perfect car, the perfect house. Like that is what you see when you go to people's social media. But in reality, once you peel back the layers and once you see behind the blinds, because people close the blinds, they don't never let you look in and see their real life. They give you this this fucking bullshit ass imagine imagination, whatever imaginative, whatever the fuck the word is, bitch. They give you this bullshit that is not indicative of how they live their real life. It's not. And that is something we need to leave in the past because like I see so many people right now at the end of 2019 they're stressed out because they feel as if the year they just lived it did not measure up to you know the year that some that some of their friends had in regards to you know it might be advancing in their career it might be some of their friends got married this year so they look at it as damn my friends did this and then they look back at their own life and say ah oh, you know this year i might have lost my job i might have you know broke up with i might have you know left a long term relationship to where they judge their life and their accomplishments based on the accomplishments of their friends now i understand that you know sometimes it may be hard to not do that but just think think deeper you have to because like I said what they show you and what you see 
is about 100% of the time not true. As I've said before in this podcast, when people post their relationships, they post the happy pictures. When they argue, when they have disagreements, when she cheats, when he cheats, when they, you know, fight over bullshit. Like that is not what they capture on video. That is not what they take pictures of. Because reality kills the fantasy. It kills the imagination. So the bullshit, the lies, the fake living, you know, everybody glorifying shit that they are not happy about in their own life, but coming online to make it seem as if they are, that is what gets the likes. So in 2020, like for your own sanity and for your own mental health, just for your own happiness overall, just think about yourself. Like it is okay to love yourself. Now I was on Instagram the other day and let me pull up what she said. Um, my friend on Instagram, she posted a picture of herself at a comedy show. Um, she went to see comedian Godfrey and this is her caption. I went to see comedian Godfrey at the improv last night by myself and I had a great time. Lately, I have been going out alone and people would say things like I couldn't do it or they or they will also say say such things as I'll feel so lonely that takes a lot of balls to go out by yourself but it, it really doesn't and she said it's called showing up for yourself and enjoying life without needing others to validate you having a good time and that is how I have lived for such a long time because it's like it could take down your mental health and your overall self-worth if everything you do your happiness the way you smile the way you be sad if you go out to eat you go to the movies you go to the park you go to the beach it's like if if like every aspect of your life is dependent on someone else being there for you and you know accompanying you on every fucking thing then one day if you have nobody then you are not going to be able to deal because you have no one So you have to learn to be alone and love yourself before you can even let others come in. Because if you don't love yourself, then someone else loving you is not going to make you love yourself. It's going to make you dependent on that person and you are still going to neglect yourself. So that right there is the opening word. This This is the last podcast of 2020. Stay tuned. I got a couple things I want to talk about. I'm not going to take up your time too much, but. We got to end this podcast off on a good note this year. And we're going to bring plenty blessings into the new year. This is the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, episode 20. Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast and Happy New Year's to everybody listening right now. It is 2020. But this past week on social media, there was a video going around of a man named Sonny Alloway. He was sitting on a train in New York City across from a woman and a man. Now, when the video starts, he is 
um i guess he taps the woman on the leg and he talks to her you know i'm not like we can't really hear what is being said but eventually the subway reaches a stop he picks her up and runs off the train with the the woman the girl now i'm not sure of her age and now the story that is going around was that he tried to abduct her off the new york city train and i mean yes that can be true but after that little bitch um carol sanchez i mean on social media i know i said i was gonna take it easy on carol sanchez because she's only 16 years old but fuck that bitch fuck that little stupid ass bitch how the fuck you going stage your own fucking kidnapping because you you rather stay in the bronx bitch than go to honduras now given i don't know her living conditions back home in honduras if she might be you know staying staying in the bronx might be the better option i mean she clearly has a boyfriend who's dumb enough to help her stage her own fucking kidnapping but fuck that little stupid ass bitch and this is why it's like this story that's going around right now it can be true but it's just like it's a lot of unresolved questions right now to me because like it's easy to like see a video and like make up a story from the video and then you know the story just like once everything hits social media and like the narrative is just shaped and molded one way everybody goes with that narrative and it's tough because i mean given this man could have seen this woman or this girl and decided i'm going to abduct and rape her so yes that can be the story but when videos and when stories come on social media it is no longer innocent until proven guilty it is guilty until proven innocent and then if you are proven innocent if we still believe that you are that you, that you are guilty then fuck your innocence and like that's just the way it goes but i'm pretty sure you know within a couple days or a week more is going to come out but he released it he released a statement in regards to quote unquote what i guess let me just play the video this is what he said he was doing now it's kind of eh, i don't know if i believe it or not because like it's like when you watch first 48 and like the motherfuckers go inside the room and they talking to the cops the motherfuckers you know just put put like a whole fucking story out they ass that's that's not true but then sometimes you be like yo this nigga's lying but then at the end of the episode you found out he was telling the truth so it's just like it's tough that's why i kind of got to sit back but this is what he said in regards to why he picked up the woman and took her off the train now let me say this now before i play what he said what he did was fucking stupid anyway because like being that we are in 2020 the way the world is the way everything is like even if the girl was to say help me i do not want to be on this train i mean for a grown adult man to pick up a girl or a woman and run with her off the train like the shit looks kind of weird so even if what he said was true there was other ways to go about helping this female as opposed to just picking a woman up and 
running off the train like he found the fucking bag of groceries. But this is what he said. Again, I don't know if I believe it. The shit sounds sketchy, but this was this is what he said is the reason why he picked the woman up and ran off the train. He said he don't want to do nothing with you. All right, listen, like listen. This is what happened. You know what you're doing. Like, this is what happened. Yo, listen. The chick was like, she was like, yo, help me, help me. I was like, yo, what happened? He was like, this girl is holding me hostage. I was like, oh, this dude right here? She was like, yeah. I said, then get off the train. She was like, nah, he's going to beat me up. I was like, all right, so at Morrison, I'll scoop you off. So then when I scooped the off, she started screaming, help, help. I'm like... Yo, why does no? So I sat there. You see on the video, I sat there. So then I left. So then the dudes on the block was like, yo, why are you trying to rape that chick? I'm like, yo, that was a pro that was wilding out. Now, like I said, it's tough to believe. But then again, I'm trying to think about if if this nigga tried to kidnap a woman, abduct a woman, why the fuck is this nigga out of jail already? This nigga's out telling a fucking story. This nigga's comfortable. This nigga is in outside clothes. Why the fuck is this nigga out? Now, because if what if what was said was true in regards to the, the original story, I mean, I would hope she would pursue pressing charges on this man because that shit is dangerous. But again, when shit hits social media, it's tough to just, you know, to take it at face value. Because even going back to Carol Sanchez, like when she came out, well, when the video came out and like we seen her getting getting abducted, you know, she was with her mother, you know, she was holding an umbrella. They came, they pushed the mama on the ground, they snatched her. It was like two, three men got out the car, threw her inside the car. They sped off. The shit was like, whoa. So you telling me a, a young black teenager got abducted off the street? I mean, the internet was in an uproar. We've seen celebrities left and right, Cardi B, people that don't, they don't post this shit. Like when, like when, when young black females really go missing, they don't post this shit. But the fact that the story went so viral, every celebrity jumped on this shit. You know, we got to find Carol Sanchez. We got to find her. We got to find her. And then... Within about nine to 10 to 12 hours, the story came out. Oh yeah, we found Carol Sanchez. Everybody seemed happy. Yes, praise God, we found her. Then the story came out a couple hours after that. Oh yeah, the bitch lied. So fuck that little stupid bitch. Again, I said I was going to trash her, but that shit pissed me off, man. Put all these motherfuckers out here, but... I mean, man, 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 man. Hold up. I'm checking my phone right now. Nick Gordon has passed away. Now, Nick Gordon, that was, whoa. That was the one that everybody assumes, you know, had something to do with the death of Bobby Christina. Nick Gordon was the quote unquote, the play brother of Bobby Christina this shit is crazy man wow so we're gonna take a break and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little bit about nick gordon 
Nick Gordon has passed away from a now again everything is fresh this news is just coming out Nick Gordon has reportedly passed away from a drug overdose now if the story and the facts turn out to be true I am not surprised because I mean sadly um, I don't have nobody in my family who was a drug addict but I've been around a few drug addicts and for a drug addict I mean people assume that you know I guess that no one cares about drug addicts but one of the hardest things to do is to get a drug addict help because you can go out of your way to try to help a drug addict even going back to Whitney Houston and her daughter Barbie Christina even Bobby Brown it's like you can go out of your way to try to help a drug addict but at the end of the day you still have a life to live like helping a drug addict I mean I'm not talking about someone who does weed two times a week I'm talking about a drug addict someone who does hardcore drugs I mean seven days a week like trying to help them you have to just abandon your own life and focus fully on that person and even then if you focus fully on that person if that person you're focusing on does not want help it ain't much you can do and it's sad to say but most of the stories end like this whether it be a big drug overdose to where someone finally may change like even if you look at people like Lamar Odom Lamar Odom you know I thought Lamar Odom was gone when he had overdosed at the fucking at the Playboy Ranch a couple years ago like whatever the fuck the nigga had the overdose at you know reports came out and he said you know he was in a coma he was on life support all this other shit and he recovered and like that right there should be a life lesson like that cause I mean a lot of people sit back and you know wait for a sign from God or like something major to happen to make you stop doing something why did it be a teenager in school who was a bully and one day they get knocked the fuck out and then that right there is a life lesson to like to just teach that child yo the bullying shit ain't cool we gonna stop the fucking bullying and they begin to turn over a new leaf on life and look at things differently because you are not invincible. So the fact that Nick Gordon, you know, Whitney Houston passed away. Barbie Christina passed away under circumstances, you know, that are still kind of sketchy, kind of unknown. I mean, yes, he was found liable, you know, in a way in regards to her death. And no offense to Barbara Christina, but she was already a drug addict. I went to Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia, and she used to go down there and smoke and get high and get drugged up at the college. I remember one time she was on campus, well, a few times, but one particular time she was on campus and everybody kept saying, oh, you know who that is? I'm like, who? And then I looked, I'm like, oh, that's Barbara Christina. And then about two days after that, I was on worldstar.com and videos of her, you know, getting, you know, doing drugs, getting drugged up at the college started popping up on social media. And it's like a drug addict dating a drug addict. That shit is toxic. That's like a male aggressive abuser dating a female 
who was also an abuser and aggressive. The shit is going in one way. And it's tough, man. It's tough because the fact that, I mean, Bobby, Bobby Brown lost Whitney and his daughter, Barbara Christina, in the same way, same circumstances. And, you know, I never, you know, cheer or celebrate someone losing their life. But for Nick Gordon, it seemed like it was inevitable. It seemed as if this was the only way that his life would end. But to passed away, he was 30 years old from a drug overdose. Now, the reports are that he was taken to the hospital and he suffered a series of heart attacks to which he could not recover. And now something that I hope I'm black. So, of course, I'm going to talk about the black community. Something that we have to do is we have to stop laughing at these people or judging them in ways that make them embarrassed or ashamed to come forth to ask for help if they really want help. You know, in regards to drug addiction, depression, like being a man, people just, you know, they automatically say as a black man, you have to be strong, you have to be this, you have to be that. But everybody's not like that. And that goes back to two days ago. Um, someone on fo- someone I follow on Instagram posted a picture. Let me see if I can pull it up. They had a friend that passed away and it touched me. Like it really did. It moved me. It made me think back to when I was like 19 and I thought about killing myself. Now, she posted a picture of someone who, you know, God rest his soul, he committed suicide. And within her caption, like, I guess she assumed that because, you know, he always called the checkup on her. He always, you know, went out his way to make sure she was okay. You know, he had a he had a funny personality. He was a caring person. She assumed that he was strong. And the whole time he was battling demons inside to which he felt the best way to combat that was to ultimately take his life. And now that right there, it's nobody's fault because when I was battling my demons, when I was 19 years old, like I didn't tell nobody, you know, on the outside, I seemed happy. I seemed positive. I seemed as if. I was 100% okay to the naked eye. But what we have to do is like, like I said, step one is to not be judgmental. We have to understand that just because we are not going through something, whether it be drug addiction, whether it be depression, whether it be anxiety, or like whatever the fuck the case may be, just because we are not going through it, does not mean those effects cannot be profound on someone else. You know, everybody always says, you know, New Year's resolutions, all this bullshit that they never stick to, where this be, you know, I'm going to go to the gym all year. And then they go to the gym for for like two weeks and then motherfuckers is back and, and Popeye's buying five fucking chicken sandwiches. 
So for those of y'all who, who do not have a resolution for 2020, I'm going to give y'all one. Check on your friends. Now, I know you may automatically assume someone is happy or someone is, oh, someone is good because they may laugh or like they, they social media feed maybe in some way, maybe a certain way. But those are the ones you have to check on. Just because someone smiles does not mean they're happy. Just because someone laughs does not mean that they are not hurting on the inside. So for 2020, check on your friends. The strong ones, the ones that's depressed on the outside, check on everybody. It's no excuse. Everyone has a fucking phone. This is not 2004 where like, we, like now, like, you know, calling is unlimited. Text messaging is unlimited. So it's not no fucking excuse as to why you can't text somebody. Hey. Good morning. How you doing today? And men, I mean, men, like y'all can check on your friends too. Do not let social media make you believe that men cannot check on other men. That's bullshit. That's not true. So check on your friends for 2020. Make sure everybody is okay. And just, just go out your way to make sure that those you love and those you care about, that they are happy that they are quote unquote living their best life because what is what is the point in you living your best life if the people you love and you care about are not living their best life as well so like i said this episode going to be a short episode but i'm going to get back to playing my my sleeper hits at the end of this podcast so we're going to take a break we're going to come back and i got a smooth dope I got I got some good shit for y'all, man. I got a nice little track I'm about to play to end this podcast off. But again, happy New Year's to everyone out there. Be safe, stay productive, protect those you care about this year, man. As always, life is short. So like every day when you wake up, you have to appreciate it. Like do not wake up and, and take that shit for granted. There was someone yesterday in the world many people who decided you know they had plans but they can no longer live out those plans so we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back happy new year stay safe and get your life together bitch welcome back to the lunchroom chatter podcast again this is the first podcast of 2020 and i appreciate and a big thank you to everybody last year who tuned in, who made this podcast so great, who hit me on my Instagram, which is NYC underscore story 718. You, you guys have hit me with feedback with, you know, replies to what I said in regards to me openly speaking about my past, you know, my past battles with depression, with suicide and like you guys and the interaction is what make this podcast so dope. So keep sharing with your friends. Keep letting your friends know to tune in. So, you know, like we could just help grow this shit out, man. But I'm in this podcast off with a song by my guy, Busy Crook. Now, I've played him before. He's a dope. He's, just, he's a dope guy, a dope rapper, amazing writer and an overall great individual. He's a talented brother. Towards the end of 2019, 
he dropped this project called Confetti on December 27th. That is Confetti. And um, I would like to play a song called Breaking Bad. This is off that project. This is Busy Crook, B-I-Z-Z-Y, Crook, C-R-O-O-K. Busy Crook, this song is called Breaking Bad. Right. And in the end, you was the Jesse to my wall to wipe. 